You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson, and my guest today is Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars coming up Wednesday, July 27th at 6.30 p.m., and again on Wednesday, August 17th at 6.30 p.m. Now, you will need to register ahead of time. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can check out the website to register at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, before the break, we were talking about methods to... uh, offset or to help mitigate the impact of inflation and investment trusts uh, were one of those strategies. And against this backdrop of, of market volatility and inflation is the real risk of tax increases. So how can families protect themselves from undue tax, in your opinion? And I know that there's been a lot of discussion of late about uh, increasing tax. Yes, our, ultimately our families have a lot of concern around this because Although in the budget that was, you know, recently released in the spring, there wasn't mention of wealth tax, and so there was a huge sigh of relief from the community, nor was there an increase in capital gains tax. The difficult part was, is as you continue to read the budget, it was sort of hidden. And so as you go deeper and deeper into the budget, they just languaged it differently. So instead of calling it wealth tax, and instead of calling it capital gains tax, what they did is they said there'll be a new minimum tax on high-income earners in Canada that they're going to release the information on in the fall. So basically, they gave us a warning shot. They didn't call it by title wealth tax, but in fact, that's exactly what it's going to be. And so for any family that has a high income, Uh, which are our business owners in the community, professionals that are executives. We may even have, you know, a number of farm families that this will impact and business owners. This means that we're going to have an increase in taxation. So there has been a study done commissioned by uh, the Prime Minister of Wealth Tax, and it showed in this analysis that they could raise $60 billion by doing so. So, whether or not they employ everything that they researched is still yet to be seen, but something is coming down the pipeline. We're certain of that. And so, you know, how in which do you prepare yourself and how do you minimize and mitigate the taxes that obviously we do need to pay for with COVID spend, but we also don't want to jeopardize, you know, our going concern businesses as families, and we certainly don't want to jeopardize our retirement plan. So what strategies can... Uh can a person implement in order to mitigate any proposed or, or undue tax? Well, I think what's important, Wayne, is to use the tried, tested, and true strategies if you haven't done so already. And then I'll also speak to some more advanced opportunities that all of us have as families. But the very first one that's a sometimes a missed opportunity because of a societal pressure is that Our primary homes still in Canada remain an asset that grows tax-free our entire lifespan, both our lifespan and our spouse's lifespan. And so what we see sometimes is families, as they continue to age, they downsize their home and they downsize the wealth that they have tied up in the property itself. So I'm encouraging many families to not downsize mathematically. So if you want to downsize for a workload because you don't want the big garden anymore, that's fine. But don't go buy the small apartment, you know, buy the penthouse. 
because then that wealth is now working for you with no income tax attached to it. And so a lot of families uh, that Macmillan works with have very nice primary homes, and it's an asset that, you know, you get a lot of joy from because you spend your time there, and it grows tax-free. So it's one of the great tools we have in our toolkit. And the second one is obvious. It is the tax-free savings account. Although it's not very dramatic, it still adds up, and so we recommend that all our families utilize it. And obviously, the last one that we want to talk about as a tax exemption is the capital gain exemption if you own a farm or a small business in Canada. And so for those families that are privileged in this area, we want to make sure they utilize that capital gain exemption while we still have it in Canada. So what we're doing often is transacting um, an estate transaction for our families to make sure they're seizing the day in case when they pass on it's no longer available to them. And so before it's ever taken away from us, we like to what we call crystallize it and make it become real so they can take advantage of that gain. And then the very last one that many families do use is the RRSP. And one of the issues, though, when you're very wealthy is that if you've used your RSP, you know, you may be in a high income bracket when you start to draw it down later. So what we need to do is we need to use a special type of transaction called a withering RSP transaction so you don't pay high rate of tax on it. So I always encourage families, even if they're very wealthy, Wayne, to continue to use their RSP contribution room, but we have to do tax planning when we draw it down so that you don't, you know, pay the 50% tax rate on it. All right, so really it's a, a four-pronged approach. Your, your primary home, uh, try to keep that if you can. Uh, your retirement uh, tax-free savings account, I should say, your tax-free savings account, uh, your capital gain exemption for small businesses or farm families, and then finally is the, is the RRSP, which is, as you've pointed out, is really a deferral, not an exemption, but there are ways to... Uh, offset uh, the, uh, the the tax implications of that. So what other advanced opportunities then are there uh, available for family sharing? Yeah, so those are the ones that most of us have familiarity with, so we want to make sure you've used them to their optimal benefit in your family. But there's others that are what I would consider the more advanced strategies for families that have created affluence. And the one that gets missed often is something called the maximum tax range. So in our estates, um, we're allowed to have 25% of our estate grow tax-exempt, not tax-deferred like an RSP is, but rather tax-exempt. And it's 25% of our total family's net worth. So the great part about that is, is obviously if 25% of your estate grows tax-free for the balance of your lifespan, it's going to enhance your overall picture greatly during retirement. So as an example, if you had an estate worth $10 million, $2.5 million of it can grow tax-free. But most people aren't using this opportunity because they are unaware it even exists. And they're unaware because it's a tax planning strategy, not an investment planning strategy. And so, you know, there's not a lot of people out there um, that are going to share that information with families because they're designed to sell you investments, not help you plan your tax. And so unless you're working with a firm that is a tax strategist, you're not going to even know you have this window of opportunity. 
So I think it's one of the most missed opportunities um, for most families, and many of us can use it in a three-pronged approach. So the first thing is we can really optimize our estates if we use it with our corporations, because our corporation is an asset that's highly taxable when we die, because we are paying two tiers of tax. We pay capital gains tax on the share increase in our lifespan, but then to get the money out of the company, you have to pay dividend tax too. So you actually pay twice is what happens, but we can solve that with the maximum tax range and you eliminate that extra second tier of tax. So you eliminate about 40% tax weight by using the maximum tax range in your company. So I think for many of us that have businesses, it is such a sound um, opportunity and missed opportunity that we must, you know, pursue. So this maximum tax actuarial range, Sherry, is that only applicable uh, to someone at a certain level of of income? No, where I think it, it starts to begin to make a lot of sense is for those families that have businesses, for those families who have real estate portfolios, for those families who've maximized their RSPs and have nowhere else to tax shelter. Now you need further tax exemptions available to you. So, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be uber wealthy to utilize it, although uber wealthy certainly want to, um, but all of us that create affluence can use this technique at some level in our estate. And that's just one of the reasons why people who have estate questions should be sitting down with one of the team members at McMillan. You've got everybody under one roof. Yeah, one of the blessings I think that our firm offers families is convenience and being comprehensive. So we have everyone from the lawyers and accountants to financial people, um, you know, all in one house, all debating how to best effectively create more wealth for you. All right, we're going to pause for a break, Sherry. A reminder that the Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, July 27th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, August 17th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, simply contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit their website for more information. It's macmillanestate.com. Sherry Macmillan from Macmillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we'll be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.